Hi, I'm Simon Drew, and welcome to the Practical Stoic Podcast, where I dive deep into the ancient philosophy of Stoicism. If you find value in this podcast, then you can become a patron by going to patreon.com forward slash Simon J.E. Drew. Otherwise, you can head to simonjedrew.com to find my writings, my music, and also information about my one-on-one coaching. But apart from that, I hope you enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Practical Stoic Podcast. My name is Simon Drew, and in today's episode I'm going to be talking about a passage from Seneca where he discusses his thoughts on how we should more effectively learn how to think. And so this is a particularly important passage to me. I know that it's definitely influenced me over the past few years, uh, but t- particularly in the past year, I would say, uh, it has been something that has been on my mind in the background. And so I was excited to have a chance to kind of share my thoughts on this passage and, and how it can be effective and useful for, for yourself as well. But before I jump into the episode, I do want to let you know that this podcast would not be possible without my amazing Patreon supporters. So if you've considered supporting the show, then I'd greatly appreciate it. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash Simon J.E. Drew, and there's a whole bunch of benefits up for grabs for becoming a Patreon supporter on various tiers there, including getting access to 12 of these episodes each month instead of four. So again, I'd love to see you over there. And without any further ado, I present to you my episode, Seneca on Learning Wisely. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of my series on the writings of Seneca. So today I'm still focusing, like the last episode, on letter number two, on discursiveness in reading. And we're actually diving a little bit more into the actual subject of the letter today, which is focused around how we can better study, practice, engage with ideas, and embody the wisdom that we're trying to learn. And This passage that I'm going to read you from this letter is a really beautiful example of Seneca kind of setting up a problem for you and also giving a potential solution. And it's a solution to a problem that I'm sure that many of you deal with because people have dealt with this throughout the ages, and I absolutely wrestle with this problem every single day. So, uh, I'm going to read this passage to you and have a think about if this applies to you. He says, quote, You must linger among a limited number of master thinkers and digest their works if you would derive ideas which shall win firm hold in your mind. Everywhere means nowhere. When a person spends all his time in foreign travel, he ends by having many acquaintances, but no real friends. And the same thing must hold true for men who seek intimate acquaintance with no single author, but visit them all in a hasty and hurried manner. Food does no good and is not assimilated into the body if it leaves the stomach as soon as it is eaten. A plant which is often moved can never grow strong. There is nothing so efficacious that it can be helpful while it is being shifted about, and in reading of many books is distraction. Accordingly, since you cannot read all the books which you may possess, it is enough to possess only as many books as you can read. End quote. So, I want to tell you about 
2020 for me, what it looked like in terms of my library and my study. On the one hand, I was actually doing what Seneca has suggested here, which is picking one or two key teachers, key wise people who you think I could really learn something from them, right? And you really dive into what they say, what dive into what they teach and try to understand and let their ideas seep into your mind, right? So I was doing that, but I was doing that via YouTube, right? So I, I had become absolutely fascinated with the sort of stuff that Jordan Peterson was saying. And I know it's not exactly uh, cool to a lot of people to you know, to say that I was really fascinated by Jordan Peterson's ideas. I don't quite understand why, because, uh, I mean, to me, as I listened to those ideas, they really resonated with me. And I, I was trying to understand the core, the absolute fundamental ideas that he was trying to express to people. And I noticed as I did that, and as I listened to pretty much every one of his lectures, every one of his interviews, uh, you know, I really noticed that I was starting to fully grasp some of the ideas that he was talking about. And that was so meaningful to me. It was, it was so enlightening to be able to actually understand a deep idea that somebody is trying to teach but you can't necessarily get that by watching one or two interviews or watching one or two lectures or reading one or two books you cannot get that unless you go deep into what they're trying to teach and this passage as well is partly the inspiration behind why I'm picking Seneca and saying, I'm going to read all of his letters and I'm going to also document my study with Seneca and, and document how it makes me feel and what it makes me think about. Uh, because that's going to really get me heavily acquainted with the ideas of Seneca, somebody who I really admire and, and would love to understand. And so anyway, I, I now want to paint a completely different picture of 2020 for you. And I'm sure that many of you will resonate with this story uh, very heavily. So while I was also studying all of the YouTube lectures and interviews and that sort of stuff, and I was really going deep into those theories and concepts and ideas, I was at the same time finding all of these books that I really wanted to read. And all of a sudden, it was like every week, there was like one or two or three books coming in the mail. My library is building massively. And uh, and all of a sudden, I've got all of these authors, all of these massive books and heavy books that, you know, you really want to spend a lot of time with uh, on my bookshelf. And I can tell you that the other day, I calculated how long it would take me if, for example, I spent about a month reading each author that I want to study from. And uh, it, it would take me about 10 years at one month per author to digest uh, basically the ideas of all of these people who I want to learn from. And that's probably not sustainable, at least over a short period of time. You'd want to spread that over your lifetime. But I really understand the principles that Seneca is talking about in this passage, because essentially what he's trying to say is, listen, you can go out there and think that you're going to read all of the books in the world, right? But you're not. And you can think that you're going to really digest and understand the lessons of some of your favorite teachers, but there's only a few people that you're actually going to be able to spend 
a lot of time with and really grasp their ideas. And so why don't you instead find one or two or maybe three or four teachers who whose genius is absolutely unquestionable to you, who you really want to know how they think about the world and what they are trying to convey to you. And why don't you spend the majority of your time with those thinkers so that instead of becoming a nobody by just trying to uh, dabble in all of these other teachers, why don't you become a somebody by, by actually knowing what these specific teachers are trying to teach you? And I think that there's a real argument to be made for being a well-read individual. I think that it's really valuable for us to expand our intellectual horizons and and to, to read from many people so that we get different perspectives. But I think that the true value of what Seneca is saying here is, is if you think about it like this, every single teacher or philosopher or theologian or author or you know any sort of person who is trying to convey to you the way that they see the world, you know, they they see the world in a completely different way to you and in a completely different way to other teachers and authors and, and thinkers. And so to actually fully grasp those ideas and concepts and theories, you're going to have to spend a lot of time. Right, And so it's actually a brilliant idea to pick the two or three really amazing teachers who you would love to, to think like and to try and understand where they were coming from. And you can even think of somebody like Zeno of Citium, for example, the founder of the Stoic School of Philosophy. I mean, here's a guy who spent, I believe, 20 years studying with Crates of Thebes, who was a cynic philosopher. And the reason why he spent 20 years studying from this one philosopher was because he knew that if he could learn from somebody who really knew how to think, then maybe he could learn how to think. And when he did learn how to think, what did he do? He started a brand new school of philosophy, one that we now talk about thousands of years later. And an important thing to take away from that story is that after he had finished learning from Crates of Thebes, Zeno didn't go on to just start another school of cynic philosophy. He started a completely different philosophy, still influenced by the thoughts of the cynics, but different in its own right. right? And so when you study somebody deeply and try to really understand their ideas, the purpose isn't so that you can continue to think like them. It's just to learn how to think like a true thinker so that then you can start thinking like yourself and and bring forth ideas that that you believe are valuable and useful, right? So that's the reason why we are now diving so deep into Seneca's writings because I want to suck the marrow out of his writings and see if I can learn something that I wouldn't necessarily get out of just skimming through and then moving on to Marcus Aurelius and then moving on to Epictetus and then to Plato and then to... You know, you, you want to spend some quality time with these kinds of thinkers. So I think that that's a really helpful tactic and I've used it in my life and I know for a fact that it has been so valuable for me to just consider spending some quality time with somebody who you really want to learn from. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you allow this information to be present in your life so that you can actually embody the wisdom as opposed to just skimming past it. And uh, I'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Practical Stoic Podcast. 
Remember that you can support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash Simon J.E. Drew. There you'll gain access to many exclusive episodes that haven't been released yet, as well as over 200 episodes recorded before 2020. If you'd like to work one-on-one with me as you move towards your ideal, then you can go to simonjedrew.com forward slash coaching. But for now, I'll talk to you next time.